Welcome to Detour to Neverland, your guide to living your best Disney life through your hobby or business. Here's your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 151. Our guests today are some familiar voices, maybe if you listen to other podcasts that I, Brendan, am a part of. It is my brother, Jordan, and Greg, who three of us make up the other podcast that I do, which is called Kingdom Outcast. Yeah, so I'm surprised it's taken us such a long time to do this podcast because Brendan has mentioned this a lot before. So we're really excited to have Jordan and Greg here with us and to get to hear kind of their take on A, working with Brendan because I'm interested in hearing that, but also B, just being part of another Disney podcast. What does that mean? It means sometimes you can be hard to work with. Seconded. (laughs) Thirded. Good to know. All right, so... Here's what we start off with with all of our guests is if you could just introduce yourselves. We've been doing, and I didn't tell you this before. Well, they're they're on the spot now, so they have to do it. Oh no! A random fact that we know that we may not know about you from social media, which neither of you are too heavy on social media, so it should be fairly easy. Interesting. Uh, okay. Well, my name is Greg Roberts, and I have a birth effect called hydrocephalus. You've wrote a blog post on that. But other people that who have not read the blog <laughs> post do not know about that. And by the way, that does not exist anymore. So, ha, huh, in your face. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So you got off easy. You got... I did. Yeah. I, I've got something that, you know, like one in like four million people have. <laughs> I really don't... Why'd you do this to me? Well, my name is Jordan, and... I don't know. I post a lot of pictures of Ellie, so that wouldn't work. Um, and we talk about Ellie quite frequently. He yeah. likes the Boston Red Sox. I do like the Boston Red Sox. They're my second team. Braves are number one, but the Red Sox number two. I'm his fact checker. Fair enough. Yeah, we'll take it. Yeah. So next thing to kind of lay the foundation for everything. Normally we would ask, what is your Disney story? I know for both of you, you do have interest in Disney but also Marvel and Star Wars. If you could just kind of paint that picture for us, how has that passion grew and developed over time and and ultimately led into wanting to talk about it in a podcast format? Well, I think mine's kind of interesting. Uh, I went to Disney first time when I was uh, seven, and it was a uh, present for having uh, open heart surgery, I guess you could say it. My chest grew in instead of out, so they had to rip me open. But that was my present for going through the surgery was I got to go to Disney. And uh, we went when I was seven and then when, when I was nine. But I didn't go back until I was like 24. So that was a big difference. But it's not like I've, I've always loved Disney, but it's just the affordability and the availability of me being able to go. But now uh, my wife and I would go probably, we've gone four straight years and then every other year since we've been married. So we've... We've got, she's always gone throughout her life, like very often to Disney. And so that's kind of my experience with Disney. And other than that, how we got to where we are with doing the podcast, Jordan and I have always talked about fan theories and Star Wars and Marvel. And it was always just like this really lengthy group chat that we had going for years. And then we got together with Brendan. We're like, hey, uh, let's actually do this and talk about it. And here we are. 
It also helps that your wife was a former cast member. Oh, yeah. She did work there for like four years. So that does not hurt any. And I got for like four years, I got to go for free. So that was cool. Nice perk. We take advantage of that. Oh, yes. All right. So mine is uh, growing up, we went a handful of times. Um, You know, I was... We were fans of the movies and everything, but I was more of a fan of the parks growing up. Um, but then as we got older, obviously trips kind of got spaced out a little bit more. Uh, but then whenever we found out that I would be having my daughter, uh, my parents bought uh, Disney, bought into Disney Vacation Club. So obviously we started going a lot more then. Uh, so, you know, we kind of had that family vacation built in you know every year or every other year however you know depending on where we wanted to go to but uh yeah but i mean i've always been a big fan of star wars uh starting probably about the fourth grade i think that's when they were re-released into the theaters with the uh george lucas's updates with cgi updates uh i didn't know any different at that at that age you know so i thought that it was the greatest thing in the world uh so that got me hooked on star wars and then marvel uh came along uh i wasn't a big comic book reader i watched like the spider-man and x-men cartoons growing up uh of course that's not really the movies that marvel got started off of it was iron man and hulk and thor and everything but uh really got into those um and like i said talking with it with greg and uh and a couple of our other friends um just like i said fan theories and what we thought was going to happen or what had happened stuff like that and here we are now so i can fill in a little bit of how kingdom outcast came to be so of course Catherine and i started detour in august of last year so we've been going at it for like 14 or 15 months and I always kind of felt this void because I keep up with Disney news religiously. Like, it's all that I follow. Even on my personal account, it's spilled over into there. And I always kind of wanted this outlet to cover things that we can't cover on Detour. Not can't, but... It just doesn't fit. It's not a... Yeah, it doesn't fit what our style is. So I kept talking about it with Catherine asking if she wanted to do something like that. And you have no interest in that. Zero. And so it kind of just happened naturally where we talked a lot about these things with, you know, Jordan, Greg, and I. And I was like, well, why don't we just launch the second podcast? What did, We started out doing it, and it was every other week, right? Yes. The, the first probably – we recorded three. We sat down and recorded three, and we released them every other week. But probably after the second one came out – we're like, you know, we could probably do this every week with the amount of information and the world of knowledge at your fingertips at all times. There's always something to talk about. There's something that we don't have to have filler episodes. There's always something Marvel, Star Wars, or Disney news worthy to talk about. Yeah, and I think it was kind of a nice match because obviously Disney is my thing. That's what I keep up with, and specifically the parks, mostly but then, Greg, you keep up with Marvel, the comics, and the movies. Yes, a I'm a heavy, heavy Marvel comic book reader. Like, heavy comic book reader. <laughs> Can you emphasize that one more time? Uh, heavy. Okay. <laughs> and then Jordan is focused a lot on Marvel movies, but also the Star Wars universe really yes. well. So it's kind of like we all had these different skills and different interests, and bringing those together 
But something I'm interested in hearing your perspective on, because we've, we've talked about it in a productive sense, but not looking back. I feel like it took us a while to get our footing and figure out what our style was, what our topics are, things like that. So do you have any thoughts on kind of how we've grown it and how we fell into, you know, the niche that we're currently in? Well, now we've kind of shifted focus lately into Disney Plus. Um, that seems to be the popular thing right now and there's just so much content that's coming out from just disney plus that we're kind of i'd say we're concentrating on that right now you know we might do an episode other than that you know on the parks or something like that here or there but mainly disney plus um but yeah for a while i mean there were some episodes that we were just kind of having to force ourselves to do because there was just no news out there like you know i forgot what we did like talking about food or the resorts what resorts we like staying at stuff like that there was there's several episodes what were we on 37 i I think it's a few less than that but around there around between the 34 to 37 mark and i would say at least four the time of us sitting here talking about what we're going to do is longer than the actual episode because we're like what are we doing i don't know what do you want to do i don't know what you want to do what do you want to do so that, that we passed it off back and forth, and we, we work shop more than we actually work uh, some days. But, uh, yeah, we got creative with talking about food and then talking about resorts we've never stayed at, which we don't even know about. And you could tell from the listening uh, downloads that people really didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and we kind of... Because we didn't, you know, honestly, it's because we didn't care. You know, and we we set out with the idea that we were going to do movies and parks. Yes. And, you know, potential TV shows if those ever came up. Uh, And we strayed away from that a little bit, just trying to come up with other stuff. But I think we've circled back around to movies, Disney Plus, with a few parks episodes thrown thrown in here and there. But mostly the the entertainment aspect of it. I think more we're back where we're comfortable with talking about of stuff that we're passionate about and where we like to see and what we like to do. Yeah. And I think that's a pretty valuable lesson for anyone who's starting a project or is kind of working on a project. I mean, you definitely go through ups and downs. And I think there are definitely some episodes that we're more proud of than others. And we can kind of see where we fix things. But ultimately, I think finding what you're passionate about kind of brings you back to where you want to be. So Disney Plus right now, what are you most excited about for Disney Plus? It's going to be the same answer from all three of us. It's Mandalorian, (laughs) uh, Star Wars. It's going to be probably, like we've said before, we know more about it. And I think because we love Star Wars so much and we know more about it, we've had a trailer for it. I think that's where we're like really dead set on. But my vote is Mandalorian. I'm going to say Mandalorian too, but I'm going to add on to it just so we're not repeating the same answers (laughs) over and over again. But I think just all the new content that we're getting. I mean, uh, you're going to start having Marvel TV shows that are connected to the movies that are going to have impact on the movies. Uh, Unlike other Marvel shows that we've previously had. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, it's a great show, but it is so far disconnected from uh, the MCU that... They, they had one major event uh, 
Captain America Civil War that impacted Agent of Shield. And then after that, it really hasn't Winter been connected. Soldier. Was it so? Oh yeah, Winter Soldier. Sorry, yeah. uh, Winter Soldier uh, impacted Agent Shield, and after that, they just kind of went their own direction. You had the Netflix shows that they mentioned the what's happening in the MCU, uh, but it didn't really have any impact. Uh, now you're going to start seeing these shows impact the MCU uh, and MCU impacting the shows. Uh, so I'm excited about that. I'm also excited about return of our old 90s cartoons that we grew up on. <laughs> you have Darkwing Duck. Gargoyles. Chip, Gargoyles, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Tailspin. Uh, I mentioned before Spider-Man and the X-Men cartoons. In length. Full, yeah, the full series. You're going to have the Star Wars cartoons, the Rebels and Clone Wars that's coming out. So... If, if you're a fan of any of the Disney properties, whether it's Pixar, whether it's Star Wars, Marvel, just Disney animation, Disney Plus is going to be bringing you so much content that, I mean, it's, it's like almost an overload of how it's much unlimited. you got. It really, because right now, I think Disney is offering people who can watch it all in a certain time span, like $1,000 or something like that that you can sign up for? I saw that. It was. It's not through Disney. It's through it's yeah. like reviews.org. Okay. Yeah. And they have to pick you, but they give you 30 movies that you have to watch in 30 days. But still, that is ridiculous, and I would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't think twice about it. The, I clicked on the application, and you have to like upload a video and prove that you're like the biggest Disney fan out there. So... I do. Challenge accepted. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot one. You remember uh, Bonkers? Yes. Bonkers is going to be on oh, Disney+. Plus. Yes. Side note, Gummy Bears, did you guys ever watch that? Yes. Was, so often whenever I ask online, you know, what 90s cartoon did you like the most? So many people say Gummy Bears. I don't think I ever watched a single yeah, episode Yeah, they, they drink the they little red potion and, and they bounce around. around. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's weird. Not we really. said like the exact same thing. <laughs> I mean, it must be just the slight age gap because there's not yeah. a huge age gap, but that's interesting. But my answer is different for what I'm most excited for. Oh, well, and what's your answer? It won't be there for a while, but it's the Loki series. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. And I probably also could have guessed The Mandalorian because since I'm with my family, I have to embarrass them. But Brendan and Jordan have Star Wars toys at their parents' house that are still in the box from when they were kids. So I probably could have guessed that. That is our retirement fund, so you're welcome. There's also several that are out of the box that are just in a big tub. I think they're all in the box. No, I specifically remember taking them. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen the ones in the boxes at the old house, so I know what she's talking about. (laughs) It's like the argument about Funko Pops. Like The box is part of the value. We can't we can't go down this rabbit hole with the three of you. I've got to cut this off. <laughs> we got to move on. They crushed my Hondo. <laughs> oh yeah, can we can we revisit that for like two seconds? How crushed were you that it was crushed? It's not too bad, but the the people handling my bags either at Polynesian or at Southwest Airlines. They must have thrown something heavy on top of my bag because all the candy from the Halloween party and my Funko Pop of Hondo Anaka from Smuggler's Run was all like crushed. The candy is like severely crushed, like flattened out. (laughs) Hondo, he has a little damage, but we can make do. So I want to ask a question that we've never talked about as a group, I don't think. But it's something that we ask a lot of our guests, and it's what is your ultimate goal with Kingdom Outcast. 
And they don't I don't I think we might have all different answers for it, honestly. Hmm. Jordan. Just have fun. Yeah. I, I mean, mean that's, that's really I, it. I I enjoy talking about, you know, the fan theories and what's coming up and uh new additions that are coming to, you know, Disney properties and everything like that. Uh now if we could monetize it one day, that would be sure. great. But uh if that never happens, you know, just as long as we are, it's entertaining and it's fun and, and, you know, we're engaging with people. That's, that's all I really care about. And frankly, I love, I love to talk this period. So this gives me an opportunity to, uh, express my thoughts about the comics that I read, the shows that I watch and just talking to people. That's my goal. I, I love talking about things that I love and I love talking about, Marvel and comic books like it I that's what I love and that's my goal is to just have the opportunity to talk pe- to people about it and this has given me that opportunity my so I guess we all pretty much have the same <laughs> answer <laughs> what were you expecting well I, I don't know if I was expecting anything radically different but it's just something that we've never talked about with a group we probably should have at some point whenever we got started but I don't know. For some reason, in my mind, I I view Kingdom Outcast and Detour very differently, and it's not that I take either one of them more seriously. I think it's because Detour has guests, and so I feel responsible to other people. I can see that to do the best I can when it's just us. I feel a responsibility to promote it the best I can to you know use all the skills that I have possible to give Kingdom Outcast the best chance to succeed. But at the end of the day, if it gets 10 downloads for an episode, we're just responsible to us three. Right. It doesn't matter. It's not like someone from the outside took time to come chat with us and and do anything like that. Please don't let that happen. Download our episodes. (laughs) (laughs) And please please forgive people when they post it a day late on Twitter. Yeah, well, maybe we could forgive it. Greg posted new episode Monday. On only, Tuesday. Only <laughs> issue is that it was Tuesday. Yeah. In my in, in my defense, I had the stomach flu on Monday and Tuesday, and I tried to do it on Monday, and then I had to excuse myself somewhere else. <laughs> so it was in your and draft. It, so you it wasn't. It wasn't uploading. So I'm like, screw it. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I guess kind of going along with that. What are kind of the next phases or evolutions of Kingdom that you see? Or what's things that we're not incorporating that you would like to, if anything? Just right off the bat, I mean, I think it would be cool to go to some of these comic book conventions. Uh, You know, they have them all over the country. It doesn't have to be San Diego Comic Con. Uh, but you know they're Nashville's getting one. Nashville's, Nashville's getting one. Yeah. Uh, I think there's one in Louisville. I there believe. Is. Yep. Uh, and I that's think, in that's not this weekend. The weekend after. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think it would be cool to go to those places and maybe do some uh, live content there, some reporting from there. I mean, not big reporting, but just kind of covering what's there. Yeah. Uh, same goes with Star Wars. I mean, they have Star Wars celebration every year, every couple years, something like that. Um, I've been to Star Wars Celebration. We went in 2014, and it was it's really, yeah. really... That's actually the last year they did it. 
uh, because they are they were doing the expansion and they had doing yeah. plan on the so now they the they don't I forgot where they had it this last year but it's not in the parks anymore they got it interesting yeah okay and then, but if, ultimately I think going to D twenty three would be really cool oh, absolutely uh, speaking of I, I'll plug the I'll plug this because I don't think I've talked to you guys about this uh, the free comic book day that all of us went to earlier in the year that's I think the first weekend in May for Saturday May. Uh, they're having a first. I'm fact check me if need be, but I'm pretty sure it is the first annual Halloween or fall free comic book day on the 26th of this month. And our local comic book store, Rick's, is having an event just the same. And you can wear your costumes. We're having a costume contest for Halloween. Uh, we're dressing up for our, our <laughs> Jurassic Park stuff uh can i wear my winnie the pooh costume you can do whatever you want Brent. <laughs> whatever satisfies your little heart you can do it <laughs> and it's going to be the same with free comic books events music cheap stuff money like discounts it's gonna be fun we did Catherine. you went to that event too i did i did go to free comic book day that was the first time i've ever been into a comic book shop same for me. Same. And I thought I, yeah. it was a really enjoyable experience. So Rick's is a very nice place. <laughs> it was nice, and I, it was fun because I was pretending that I was in um, the Big Bang Theory the whole time. <laughs> I remember you talking about yeah. that. <laughs> it was a good time. Well, I mean, I, th- I think along those same lines, I'll answer my own question. Comics is an area where I want to dive deeper. Right. Um, and I don't know how that transfers over to a podcast because it's kind of like either you've read read the comic book or you haven't. If you haven't, it's sort of hard to convey that message. But that's something that I've briefly got into it. But they've been doing them since like 80 years. Because it's uh, Marvel was celebrated. Actually, Marvel and DC both celebrated their 80th, 80th anniversary. So you can go back a long, long way. And they're still turning out all kinds of new stuff. So that's kind of the area that I'm most interested to see how we can further incorporate that maybe it's blog post you know i know you've wrote on them in the past greg so it'll be interesting absolutely so anything else we want to add before we jump into the fast pass round fast pass round well the jury has spoken i guess it's time for the fast pass round so we're going to take a break and hear a message from our partners and then we'll be back so as you guys may be able to hear I have a lot of social media activity going on. So I run our Instagram for both Kingdom Outcast and Detour to Neverland and pitch in on Twitter and Facebook whenever I can as well. Having a platform to be able to help with that, to schedule out posts, and to save me time during the week is so vital to getting things done. I'd My head would be spinning if I had to think of a new picture and a new caption every single day to post and try to make engagement with the community. Luckily, Tailwind is out there and it has helped us so much. Keeps our sanity, makes sure that everything posts the way that it should, and it's really just a lifesaver. So if you want to check it out for yourself, you can head to detourtoneverland.com forward slash tailwind or click the link in our show notes and it'll take you there. You can sign up for a free trial with no credit card at all. Try it for as long as you'd like. I'm actually still on the free trial of the Pinterest side of it. So no risk at all. Try it out. See if it's something that would work for you. 
Perfect. So we're back and we're ready for the fast pass round. So basically, it works the way that it sounds. We're going to ask you a question and just give us the first thing that comes to your mind. Um, it's not really that fast. You don't just have to spit something out and then expect So it's not a lightning round? No, not a lightning round. It used to be called the lightning round. <laughs> yeah, we got a little more creative. Where so. in the world did you come up with the oh, fast yeah, pass round? You're so, so creative. I get a lot of compliments on that, I tell you. Well, you're not going to get from us. <laughs> Everyone's a critic. So we'll throw out a topic and give us your answer. So the first one's easy. It's just name the Disney parks that you visited. Uh, the four in Florida. Disney World, all of Disney World, and Disneyland back in the day. What year was that? I don't even remember. It was a while ago. We we have been, but it was before. It was right when DCA opened. Yeah, because it, it was still uh, California screaming when we went. It wasn't the, didn't they change that to The Incredibles or something? Yeah, but that was like last year. Okay. Well, it was definitely before <laughs> that. <laughs> I don't keep up. <laughs> See, Mel has been to Disneyland. Okay. Cars Land was not it. open yet when we went. No, it wasn't. Um, so next would be, of those that you have visited, which individual one is your favorite and why? Epcot. Now it's Hollywood Studios. For Galaxy's yeah. Edge. What was it before? Uh, probably still Gal- or Hollywood Studios. You gotta give us the why. Uh, I love the countries. I love traveling, and so that gives me the opportunity to go to these different places. And you're basically inside of these countries with people from those countries that work there, and uh, they serve beer. I love beer, uh, so that's helpful. Uh, I don't know. I I love everything about Epcot. It's so much fun. Where did Mel work when she was? Magic Kingdom. Gotcha. Hollywood Studios is actually my favorite before Galaxy's Edge, but now Galaxy's Edge just adds to it. But Rock and Roller Coaster is such a great ride. Um, Star Tours was there. Uh, I got a soft spot for the Muppets, Muppet Vision 3D. So um, it, it, uh, it was always my favorite to go to just because they had some really good rides. And they had stuff that wasn't traditionally disney yes so so you got the disney without the traditional disney i like it so what would be your bucket list disney trip uh tokyo and shanghai on the same trip uh yeah you're on that part of the world you might as well (laughs) just google maps that oh no trust me i know how far it is (laughs) uh no a friend of mine has been to uh is there one in hong kong yep He's went to the one in Hong Kong and the one in Shanghai and France, uh, but he did not get to go to Tokyo. But I, he recommended uh, Tokyo from what he knows and Shanghai. Hong Kong is tiny. That's, what, that's why he didn't recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it'd be really cool to go visit the parks that are not in the U.S., um, but I also think it'd be a lot of fun. We mentioned doing this when we went to Alani, uh, going to Disneyland for a few days, and then flying out to Alani in uh, Honolulu, uh, making that one big trip. I think that would be fun. We just did uh, Alani, but uh, I think that'd be a fun trip. But yeah. also to visit the parks outside of the U.S., I think that I want to do that one day, but uh, that might be farther on down the road. So now that we have Ellie to help us with the whole grandparent thing, her next word is Alani. So we can start working that in. 
she picked up a lot of words in Disney World. <laughs> she really did. Like she started saying a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> She started saying Daisy and Bubbles. and nice. She counted to three. She counted. Hey, there you She go. was repeating what we said. but well, yeah, It still. counts. It yeah. counts. Still counts. But I'm bummed. <laughs> I would go on any of those trips. I'm dying to get back to Alani. Or Disneyland. Or Disneyland. So I like that idea. Um, so next one would be your favorite Disney resort, but it doesn't necessarily have to be one that you've stayed at. I'd go with the contemporary. I just love the design of it, and I love being inside of it, just walking around. It's uh, gorgeous. A classic? Absolutely. If you're talking about Disney World, I like Old Key West. I like the feel of it. I like the atmosphere there. It's very laid back. It is very spread out, but uh, I do like the atmosphere. But if you're going outside the parks, no, Alani. I guess Alani. Alani. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. You knew that was coming. <laughs> Alani is great. It really is. That's funny. Me and Brendan were actually just talking about the other day that for whatever reason, the other half of the Wright family just loves Old Key West. And we liked it too. But I feel like everyone else is obsessed with it. And it was nice and all, but we prefer Oh, the she broke out the nice and all on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was nice, but we don't get the obsession. They yeah. got a really good restaurant there. That's true. Olivia's is fire. Mm-hmm. So the next one kind of involves some strategy, but if you could only fast pass one ride for the rest of your life, which one would it be? Strategy? No. Space Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Can it be one that's not open yet? And that oh, doesn't come have fast on. Pass? <laughs> that's cheating. <laughs> Rise of the Resistance. What but a, a current attraction. A current attraction. Uh, Expedition Everest. Interesting. I didn't see that coming. What do you think? You thought I was going to say Smuggler's Space Run. Yeah, or... sm- yeah, actually, between Smuggler's Run and Space Mountain. But, okay, Smuggler's Run, you oh, can do... Always changing it up now. No, no, you could do single rider line and get on within like five minutes. Of course. Yeah, you don't need Fast Pass for that. They honestly should do single rider for Space Mountain, though. Yeah, they with, should. With Because it's always a group of two and then... You know, if they don't have a group of four right there, they're always asking for groups of two, groups of two, going down the line. Mm-hmm. When it's just us two, that's it's fine. perfect. Yeah. So next one would be, which ride do you think is due for an exit or a refurbishment from the parks? I thought about this earlier, and now I can't remember what I came up with. Man. Do you have yours, Jordan? Y'all going to hate me. Oh, Carousel of Progress. No, okay. I, I actually <laughs> said that to uh, my wife, Melissa, and she looked at me and she goes, you take that back. And I was I like, just, no, I've never, no, I don't take it back. <laughs> I've never seen the appeal of it. It's just, I don't like it. That's why I was trying to come up with something else because I was very angrily like told not to say it. <laughs> so should we share our brief story of when we wrote it this past time? I mean, I feel like... Was it fitting. working? It, it was working... Um, so unfortunately, we were in the little section with a woman and her crying baby, and it was so pitiful because you could tell she was like desperate to get out of there. So she finally like built up the courage to take her screaming baby and her toddler to the door, and she opens up the door to leave. And I think like because it had spun, it was like the backside, oh, and no. she didn't know where she was. 
So she just like closes the door and she's just standing there because she doesn't know what to do. So then, I mean, Carousel of Progress is so old. They come over the announcements and it's screechy and it's loud. They probably haven't used it in 20 years. Dust it off. And they just keep saying, everyone must remain seated. You must remain seated. And they came and did that not once, not twice, but three times. And it was terrible. And we sat there for so long that they restarted the same scene. They wouldn't let us move. And it was terrible. It was a situation where you were upset for yourself, but it. You had so much pain for it, this mother and the so screaming painful. baby. Yeah, and it was not funny, but, like, we got out of the ride. And, of course, she's embarrassed, and she just, I mean, she was desperate to get out. And she's, like, on the phone with her husband. Like, you can see the husband, like, walking towards her. She's, like, yelling at him about her terrible experience. And it's just, like, ooh, just keep walking. Because, you know, so he was, walking. like, just take the baby on carousel. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fine, he said. Yeah. Not a fun experience. Uh, the last time I went on it, which was a month ago, we were there during a thunderstorm. And have you ever seen the Disney lights flicker before? Don't they don't. So. And they did. And Mel's like, you know, we're in trouble when the light, you know, the light. Because I've been going on my life. I've never seen the lights flicker during a storm. Mm-hmm. So everything shuts down. Finally, it they open it back up. It's running. So we go over there to ride it, and right before we, like, we're in line, the power goes down, power comes back. They still let us on, we get in there, and none of the animatronics, oh, 20% of the animatronics are actually working. <laughs> I have videos. They're very funny. And so you're getting, like, maybe, like, an arm moving, but not the, not the rest of the body. Like, they look like something happened to them, like a... a it was a car wreck and like only part of them was like actually working. Uh, it was a terrible, it's worse than n- normal experience than that. And it needs Say to be told you it needs to be, it needs the whole thing needs to be stripped down and cleaned closed for four years. And just, well, I'll continue saying this until it happens. Cause I truly believe it's the right move. Put it at the Walt Disney family museum in San Francisco and run it like four or five times a day. Yeah. Where it doesn't have to run continuously and people can really appreciate it for what it is because going in Tomorrowland is just not fitting anymore. If yeah. they updated it to now and now's technology and the basis of being now and what we're going to get in the future from now and not the future from our great grandparents' vision, that may have a bigger impact but right now as you see it it does not fit tomorrow land it fix grandparents day land <laughs> i must miss the opening of that <laughs> it's tucked in the corner <laughs> so is that your answer greg or did you yes come? that's my answer <laughs> it's a very at long point, way at this point we're sticking with it it has okay. to be we took the long way to get to that we answer did, didn't we? <laughs> so the next question I don't know if you thought about this one either, but it's which land or area brings you the most inspiration? I actually did think about that, and I think it's going to be Tomorrowland. Because you have the future, you have the present. Uh, technically, you have the past. Uh, it, it, it's just so much fun seeing what we think will happen, what is happening, and 
where we are now, and you can see it in the progression of Tomorrowland. I like that. I'm going to say Hollywood Studios because... But you got to say specific, like, area. Do they have lands there? Not really. Yeah. 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 Toy Story. An area. An area. Galaxy's Edge. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Actually, that's totally valid. (laughs) I mean, to me, it's so creative what they did there. And it's so immersive. I mean, anything... Even like just the pathways that you have to walk to get into there, it you you immediately feel like you've entered a completely different world. And to me, like the, the whole creative minds and creative processes behind that entire area just blew my mind. Really, like it it far exceeded all the expectations I had for it. Which entrance did you like more? The, the one from Toy Story Land is so jarring. It is like toys, 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 Star Wars. <laughs> and, uh, but the, the one by Muppet Vision is kind of similar. I mean, my wife, Becca, she made the comment when we were walking in. It almost like looks like you're walking into a zoo, like with the big concrete pillars and everything like that. And then they have like animals like in this little square up top. Right. It kind of looks like you're walking into a zoo. But as soon as you get past that, you like walk through this little cave and they start playing the Star Wars sounds and music and everything like that. So I like that entrance better. It reminded me of like a subway station because it even has like the tiles on the wall. Yeah. I can see that. And there's, there's no cave that you walk through going to Toy Story Land. It's just it just it's Toy Story Land ends and Star Wars or Galaxy's Edge begins. Yeah. I mean, because you, you can stand right at Buzz Lightyear and you can see the Droid Depot. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. There, there is no separation, really. Yeah. 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 Next one is food-related, our favorite portion of these questions. Your favorite snack or a go-to snack? Uh, Mickey Head ice cream. Mickey bars. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hands down. And not the ones in the stores, either. Got to get the ones from the park. They're not they're the, the same. same. No, they're, they're the same. not the same. I'll eat any one of them. I'll, no, I'll <laughs> eat it. It's not the same. Mickey bars is my favorite. Mickey though. bars. Both of your answers? That's a pretty good one. I had one a month ago. I had two. <laughs> so, sticking with food, what is your favorite table service restaurant and quick service restaurant? Uh, table service, I've been to one, if you don't count Chef Mickey's. I've count Chef Mickey's. I like Chef Mickey's more than Skipper's Cantina. Uh, but the chicken... That it may be chicken or whatever it is at Skipper's Cantina is the best chicken you'll eat anywhere. It's delicious. We split the meal and it was great. We've still never been there. Yeah, we've heard. I actually great thought things. you would go. Got since we talked about it before you went. I actually thought you would go. We will soon. Didn't we think about trying to go there? We did. And it just didn't. It wouldn't work out. Yeah, but Chef Mickey's counts as table service. That's yeah, what I, I, I figured it would in the realm of food. Uh, Chef Mickey's is delicious, and I had they had the best shrimp and grits I've ever had in my life. I had like five portions of it. So what about quick service? I don't know. I love food, and I'll just get anything from anywhere. Uh, Gaston's, I love Gaston's. So cinnamon roll. Yes. I didn't get it this last time. You made fun of me. 
because uh, we, we just didn't have the time to sit there and eat a family of size, family of four size portion of a cinnamon roll. We were walking to get one at one point, and then we never made it there. I can't I remember. Opt- I opted for the spicy chicken and waffle instead. Oh. But I did want a cinnamon roll. We got the chocolate croissant from there. Oh, nice. And uh, my daughter ate half of mine and half of my wife's. <laughs> the only chocolate croissant... Uh, no, I had a chocolate crepe from France. Mm. That is absolutely delicious. So that's so, my probably second favorite. Yeah. My favorite sit-down is Ohana. Uh, we just actually recently ate there on our last trip. Uh, before the show, I was commenting, I think I ate like 15 pot stickers there. And they, it was confirmed by everyone yes. that went. Oh, they were so delicious. <laughs> well, okay. It's the only thing we ordered more of. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they brought the chicken by, they brought the steak by, they brought the shrimp. Uh, they had the noodles and the, and the wings and everything. I, I ate all of that stuff. And then... I was like, you know, I really want some more pot stickers. So I asked, you know, hey, can we get another order of pot stickers? And she brings out like this gigantic plate of pot stickers. It's not just like a couple. <laughs> it's like a plate full. And I think y'all ate, you know, one or two out of those. And I finished off the plate. Jordan shoveled the rest of them down <laughs> his gullet. <laughs> just even after dessert, just still eating pot stickers. Well, just they were there. So I'm like, stop. I'm going to eat Ice them. cream in one hand, pot stickers in the other. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, quick service. I was going to say Flame Tree Barbecue in Animal Kingdom, but I think I'm going to change my mind because the, uh, I don't know what the name of it, but the fish and chips in England and Epcot. Oh, Uh, that is the best fish and chips in the world. Really, really good. Um, So, yeah, that would be mine. The hottest fish and chips in the world. Yeah, they are piping cops. They make it to order, right? (laughs) What do you think takes so long? So... We'll, we'll close this out with just some favorite Disney fill-in-the-blank things. Your favorite Disney movie, but I'm going to change it up. Tell me your favorite Disney movie, your favorite Star Wars movie, and your favorite Marvel movie. How dare you? Because I thought of... I forced myself to think of one to encompass so all of you it. You should be thanking me for opening this up for <sighs> Uh Ratatouille. Uh, I'm forced to answer one. Uh, it's Attack of the Clones. Uh, it's an inside joke from our inside joke from our podcast but you're also serious about it (laughs) no of the original trilogy maybe yeah yeah probably but overall with the rest of the movies no but it's a long-standing joke since i defended it one time by saying it was a decent movie it's now my favorite movie so i have to answer it forcefully that's my favorite marvel movie uh and what was it on well, that was Star oh, Wars. And Star Wars. Yeah, Marvel. My favorite Marvel would be Captain Marvel. Uh, side note. Do either of you follow Brie Larson on Instagram? Uh, Instagram, no. Twitter, yes. So she put a story up <laughs> the other day where there was she met a fan who said that he had seen Captain Marvel like 140 times. Oh, my gosh. Like I saw a... It is like trending on Twitter, but I didn't yeah, read it. Yeah, because so then people screenshotted it and were like, run away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's a stalker. <laughs> yeah. By the way, she is like campaigning hard to be in the new Star Wars movie, the Kevin Feige one. No, I want um, Zoe Saldana because then she would be in Marvel, Star Wars, and Avatar. 
and Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. The top five all-time movies. Isn't she yeah. in Star Trek as well? Yep, yeah, she she's in Star Trek. So she would be in like every sci-fi, <laughs> major sci-fi genre. Franchise. Yeah. Franchise, yeah. All right. Uh, for me, Star Wars would be Rogue One. Uh, Marvel would be Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Disney, I kind of have a tie. Does Nightmare Before Christmas count? Because it originally wasn't a Disney, and then they kind of grandfathered it in a little bit. They owned the company that made it. Yeah. So Nightmare Before Christmas and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. We've discussed that. Yeah, I think that was the first episode we did. Yeah, the very first, because I was actually surprised by that answer, and I actually forgot about it until now. So you definitely need to go to Disneyland. Yeah, because they got Roger Rabbit still. And right? Nightmare Before Christmas, yeah. Oh, the, yeah, the Haunted Mansion. They change it. Oh, I actually didn't know that. Yeah, they do an overlay of Haunted Mansion at Christmas. We're starting Halloween, and it's a Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, it's the best ride I've ever been on in my life. Cool. Legitimately the best. Yeah. yeah, we need to go out there. Make yeah. it happen. Okay, let's do it. Next one would be your favorite Disney quote. It can either be from Walt himself or from any of the movies. Easy. Infinity, to infinity and beyond. Uh, it's my wife and I is kind of saying to each other, and uh, I didn't propose with it. Uh, I might have. I know on our one year anniversary, I gave her. Uh, I made this. Well, I, I didn't make it myself. I had it made, but it's a picture of us walking out. Uh, you know, when people throw rice and stuff, we had sparklers, and it's us kissing in between all the sparklers, and it's in the. A blanket in Afghan, like huge, huge blanket, and it's us on in, us in the center of it, and the bottom says to infinity and beyond. So that's kind of our family motto, mm. if you will. I like it. It's cute. Yeah, Jordan's in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I can't think of a quote. Um, can it be Marvel. I don't know. You can do whatever you want. So I like at the end of Endgame. When Thanos gets there, he says, I am inevitable. And then it pans over, spoiler alert, pans over to Tony, and then he says, I am Iron Man, and snaps. <laughs> gets me. It gets me. I got emotional watching it. The other night. I was, uh, yeah, everybody was asleep, so I was watching Endgame, and it's like 12 1 o'clock in the morning at this point, and I'm tired and everything. He said it. It got to me. Yeah. 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 Well, I'll, I'll give it to you. Go ahead, Catherine. All right. So our last question for the Fast Pass round is just your favorite Disney Parks memory. Probably getting my... Ooh, no. Scratch that. Getting Hudson, my son, his ears this last trip when we went uh, about a month ago. uh, We got his ears and we got his name stitched in the back of it to match the ones that her and I have that we wore uh, when we got married, we had our ears in boxes, uh, two hat boxes. So when they announced us as Mr. and Mrs., we put our ears on and we got pictures taken with them afterwards and we got him a matching white, you know, stitching and all that. We got him a matching set too. So that was, that's probably a really cool thing to have and a good memory to have. Mine might be a little bit of recency bias, uh, since we just got back from a trip, but, um, did you see the video of Ellie running up to Daisy Duck? Yes, 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 yes. So we were trying, 
we she had met a few characters uh, before that, and we just kind of carried her up there. But we noticed she was getting more and more excited with each character she met. Uh, so we decided to let her run up to Daisy. Uh, we met her in Epcot, and I had to hold her back. Like, like she was trying to cut the people. Y'all were in front of us. She was trying to jump up there with y'all. And uh, as soon as I let her go, she took off, and that is the most excited I've ever seen her. And she just kept saying, hi, 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 <laughs> over and over and over to Daisy. And Daisy the Daisy was great. I mean, she interacted with Ellie and everything, but just seeing her so excited and so happy in that however, two minutes that she was talking to Daisy, <laughs> it was pretty cool. See, I, mine, until I thought about the ears just right then, um, but the other one I came up with when we're at the house talking about it, uh, mine was him meeting Mickey Mouse, same trip. Uh, matter of fact, 20 minutes apart. Uh, him meeting Mickey Mouse with his ears on, and we had shown him a picture of him wearing the ears, and like he, got, he was really excited because he recognized the ears. But when he saw Mickey Mouse and he's wearing his ears, and we have a photo of the two of them together, he reaches out and he honks Mickey's nose, and it's just heart touching so uh i tell you kids loved reaching out and touching the nose oh ellie yeah. did that everyone <laughs> like immediately <laughs> it's like if you guys ever well jordan you don't have an instagram but have you ever seen the uh boop my nose instagram account no <laughs> it's just a- that, that's where we're at in life we have the dog the dog videos and the Instagram accounts. So you just like double tap the nose and it boops their little nose. That's adorable. Both of your kids would probably like that. Well, we have a, we have a cat that has a black dot on her nose and we call her a boople snoop. Cause oh. we just boop. <laughs> All right. It's, it's a boop, it's a boop dot. <laughs> so our very last question, something we ask all of our guests is if you have one piece of parting guidance that you can give to someone who's looking to jump into the community either as a content creator or maybe they want to open up a shop and make their own products, what would be your advice to that person? Do what you love and love what you do. Yeah, just go into it. I mean, dive all in, you know, be excited about it. Um, be in, be engaged. Uh, you know, obviously the, this type of community is very accepting of other people. So, you know, they, they love new people, stuff like that. So, just dive right in. Have fun. Yeah, solid advice. And I think you can definitely never go wrong when you follow your passions and kind of stick with what you want to do. I think that's always valuable advice. Yeah. So normally I would ask where we can find you guys online, but I actually know all of the... So you're going to steal their thunder, basically? Yep. So our handles for Kingdom Outcast on Instagram, it's at Kingdom Outcast. Twitter is at Pod. And then Greg put up a website for us as well. I did. And it's kingdomoutcast.wixsite.com, correct? Correct. So we'll put the links to all of those in our show notes and just some more information about Kingdom Outcast. We drop a new episode every single Monday. Actually, today, if you're listening to this on release day, we just released an episode all about Galaxy's Edge, doing a full review and kind of our impressions of that and then... Of course, as Rise of Skywalker gets closer, we'll be talking a lot about that. Maybe we'll talk about Frozen soon. Ooh, yes. Jordan's favorite. I'll have to sit that one out. (laughs) (laughs) So, if you guys are ever looking for any kind of Marvel, Star Wars, or or Disney parks news, we try to cover all that for you over there. So, Jordan and Greg, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.
Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Subscribe to the show and leave a review to help more people find us. Follow us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland underscore podcast to see our pictures from the parks. See you real soon.